Well, hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Show, which is also known as The Remnant. My name is Pastor Todd Coconado. It's 625, June 25th, 2021, and this is going to be a very important broadcast. We're going to really lay out a bunch of information on today's show because this is the podcast version, and we can talk about anything on this version. It's not like Facebook Commie book live. No, <laughs> this is where we can really get into some of this stuff. So first of all, just want to say welcome Remnant Warriors. Thank you guys so much for everything. I, I can't even tell you these last few weeks, your support, your prayers, your love, your letters. Uh, those of you that I got to meet in person in Tampa and Dallas and uh, here in Nashville at Greg Locke's church, I've met so many uh, Remnant Warriors and I am just beyond blessed to, uh, when I get to meet you in person, it is a huge blessing to me. And by the way, I know many of you are headed out on July 4th to the Grand Old Opry. That's going to be powerful. And I can't wait. Uh, if I have never met you in person before and you're coming to that, I just can't wait. Make sure you don't leave, please, without saying hello. And uh, you can email me at todd.coconato, that's C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O, uh, at rlcus.org. And let me know you're going to be there and we can exchange numbers and, and that way we don't miss each other. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in the broadcast. So listen, I have so much to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. So I'm just going to go through a litany of things. Okay, now, first of all, there's this uh, building, this apartment building in Florida. And uh, this building, uh, according to the mainstream corporate media, they're saying the building has collapsed. Uh, right now, there's a, a pretty substantial death toll that's starting to mount uh, there's a lot of people that they're still saying are missing, but the missing people, we we would probably imagine that many of those people are actually deceased at this point. So this is uh, very, very disturbing because it's a it's a large number of people that have been killed due to this quote unquote collapse. And, and it's just a little fishy. Uh, we, we are still investigating and trying to get more information about what's happened uh, in in Surfside uh, there. It's called Surfside, Florida condo complex. Um, when you look at it, it's reminiscent of Oklahoma City. To me, it looks a lot like Oklahoma City. Um, I guess this was called the Ch Champlain Towers. It's a South Condo. The South Condo collapse. This is, again, Surfside, Florida, and this happened yesterday early in the morning. And uh, it was recorded on some closed caption TV footage. We have the footage posted on social media. Looking at the aftermath, it is very reminiscent of other buildings like Oklahoma City, that there was a bomb. Uh, you know, I think in today's world, they don't want uh, these types of stories to get legs. They don't want, you know, they basically put out what they want us to think. You know, it's the mainstream corporate media. That's why I got sued, by the, by the way, uh, because of the media and my stance in exposing their corruption and exposing their lies. And what I found, there's a lot of things I found. First of all, I found there's not a lot of patriot lawyers. Let me tell you, even people that we know well uh, are not willing to take cases. This is something that we found. Uh, very, very interesting. They're, they're afraid. They're afraid of the, um, of the deep state. They're afraid of the judges are afraid, guys. The lawyers are afraid. Uh, if you know somebody in the legal world, you'll find this to be the case. There's very few patriot lawyers. And for those that are true patriot lawyers that are willing to stand, it's kind of like the remnant churches. There's some, but there's not a lot. And the Patriot lawyers that are willing to stand are few and far between and are inundated by cases because there are so many cases, uh, wrongful termination cases. There's you know people that have been 
uh, asked by their employers to get the vaccine and to show their papers, basically. Um, there's just so much stuff going on out there right now that these lawyers are inundated if they're willing to stand and to fight and to be true constitutional lawyers. But, you know, they have to deal with the bar in many states. Um, they have to deal with the media that comes after them. They have to deal with uh, a litany of things, just like anybody like myself that's out here standing for truth. They are trying to clamp down. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has now announced that they're going to do their own version of a January 6th commission with regard to what happened in D.C. So that is still keeping many, many patriots that were in D.C. on the 6th um, you know, of January. Uh, many, many patriots that were there that maybe have not been confronted yet or been uh, you know, contacted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation or um, you know, it doesn't mean that they won't be. This is the crazy thing. It doesn't mean that they won't be contacted because this continues to move forward and they're treating this as like they have called it an insurrection, which is nonsense. We know that uh, as I was talking with Lance Wall now the other day about this, if it was a true insurrection, uh, you know, <laughs> trust me, it wouldn't have ended up the way it did. You know, the, the, you know, the Trump supporters are, you know, people in law enforcement, military people, patriots, uh, true Second Amendment advocates. And if they really wanted to overthrow the government, it would not have gone down the way it did. What happened, and we've said this repeatedly on January 6th, is there was agent provocateurs. There were agent provocateurs on the scene. Uh, we, we knew from before this that there was actually flyers circulating talking about Antifa dressing up as Trump supporters. Remember the two pipe bombs? Um, you know, there was clear intel that uh, this was happening, that Antifa and BLM members were going to dress up as Trump supporters to incite violence on the 6th. That's exactly what did happen. There were agent provocateurs. I'm not saying that certain Trump supporters did not enter the building as they were coerced to do so. But what we are saying is, is that there were people coercing them. And we believe that there were also people that were embedded, believe it or not, from the letter agencies in this crowd that could have even been uh, some of those provocateurs that we're discussing here. So this is a very uh, scary situation that the government could pull something off like this, that the letter agencies or whoever is the one that's really behind this. How far does it go? There should be a real investigation to see if it connects to Nancy Pelosi and her cohorts, uh, because I would imagine that there probably is some connectivity there if, if somebody were to do a true investigation. Uh, the stand down orders to the Capitol Police, the way that it was handled, the lack of real um, backup on the scene where they could have had a much more substantial presence that could have avoided this, but they uh, purposely did not. Uh, the D.C. police, the D.C. mayor, um, there's a lot of there there. And if you go down this rabbit hole, I'll tell you, this is where you get yourself in trouble. And this is the type of real investigative journalism that if you do do this, you get yourself in trouble. So we got to be wise. We got to be careful. But at the same time, as I always say, it's important for us to be watchmen on the wall and understand uh, it's really, really difficult for somebody with discernment to distrust these mainstream media stories. Uh, for instance, with this uh, you know, situation in Florida, I was about to call it a bombing because that's in my gut. That's what I want to call it. It looks like a bombing. It reminds me of Oklahoma City. But we're going to wait and do our own investigation here and see what we come up with. We want to know who was in this building, who lived there. Uh, you know, is it somebody of interest that they might have wanted to take out? Uh, there's a high probability that's the case. There's some reason maybe that there was something that they wanted uh, covered in that building. Uh, somebody who lived there, killed, who knows? So we're going to have to look into this. Uh, but until we find out more information, we're not going to... Uh, 
you know, just make a, a guess here. We're, we want to see um, you know, who lived there, who, who comes up on this list of people that are deceased. And uh, then we'll look into those people, we'll do our own investigation. So stay tuned. But I know many of you have your, uh, your alarm bells going off about this. And you're like, I just don't believe the mainstream story. So uh, we're on it. And we'll, uh, we'll look into it. And we'll let you know what we find. Uh, also, um, you know, this thing with McAfee. So, you know, uh, in a nutshell, this guy McAfee, who is the one that's behind the computer software, uh, you know, the virus scan software, funny enough, uh, you know, he ended up being a real uh, truth teller. He's kind of like a Patrick Byrne, you know, it's out there standing for truth and, and, and kind of blowing the whistle. And, uh, you know, he's had the resources financially to do this. And uh, anyways, he, he ends up uh, dead in a Spanish prison, I believe, Um you know, there's a lot more to this story. Some people are telling me don't defend him uh, because he wasn't the best guy. I don't personally know much about McAfee, uh, but I do find it interesting that this man has been what appears to be killed by the deep state. Uh, of course, the official story is that he suicided. He was suicided. Uh, but, you know, it's just uh, always very interesting how all these people just commit suicide. And this man even had like a tattoo on himself saying he would not kind of, you know, saying I'm not going to kill myself, basically. Um, because he knew that his life was in danger. So th this is the kind of stuff, guys. And everybody knows that this, t you know, a lot of people know, not everybody, but a lot of people are starting to see the level of corruption and how just ridiculous these storylines are. Like Epstein killed himself. This guy killed himself. You know, Cappy jumped off a bridge. You know, I mean, all these people that come out, uh, you know, Paul Walker, uh, Michael Jackson, people that were about to blow the whistle. And, uh, you know, you just find out as time goes on, more and more of these stories have a lot of, uh, very fishy details that don't really make sense. And, you know, it, it just seems that, you know, Britney Spears, she's out there right now. And I got a Britney Spears story, by the way. Uh, but Britney Spears is out there and she, uh, you know, she's trying to get control back, uh, you know, of her life. And we found that with many of these Disney stars, in fact, almost all of them, their lives are controlled by what I've reported uh, in the past in our, you know, expose of Hollywood and in just in really me sharing my testimony in Hollywood, what I was able to see personally, because they tried to say, well, you know, Pastor Todd says this is going on in Hollywood or that's going on. in Hollywood." No, I was a child actor in Hollywood. You can't tell me I didn't see it because I was there and I lived it for many years of my life. And so with Britney Spears, I have two personal stories about Britney Spears where I've had encounters with Britney Spears, one where I was with her in Vegas uh, in before I was redeemed, you know, hanging out at a party and uh, really got to see her, uh, you know, uh, just in a different light at that party, uh, spoke with her for quite some time, actually, picked her brain. This is what, again, when I was in the world, uh, but it really gave me uh, another perspective about Britney Spears. This is many, many years ago uh, in Las Vegas when I was partying out there and I was invited to this elite party. And uh, sure enough, Britney Spears was there and we, we did get to talk. And so I think she would remember me. I don't know. I think, you know, last time uh, I had a communication with her, she actually did remember me. Uh, but but then many years later, uh, when I was a pastor uh, and she remember when she had the incident where she shaved her head? Well, I happened to be a pastor right in the area at that time. So I was like, right. I lived uh, in, in Studio City at that time, you know, or uh, was it Sherman Oaks? But like right there, I lived in Sherman Oaks. Yeah, it was like right on the border of Sherman Oaks and Studio City. And she that that's where she had that famous picture and that incident where she shaved her head and everything. And and people were getting, you know, hey, Pastor Todd, you need to be connected with Britney Spears. You can minister to her. And I actually somebody made the connection to one of her people. And I had the phone number and everything. And uh, I was I, honestly, guys, I don't even know if I've ever told this story publicly, but I'll share it now to my listeners here um, to the Remnant Warriors. But, you know, I 
I was asked to minister to her. Somebody made the connection. This is when I was in Hollywood. You know, I was in Chatsworth pastoring, but, you know, I was out in Hollywood doing Bible studies and, and you know, acting as a minister of the gospel in Hollywood. Had the radio show Hollywood Live Radio. Anyways, long story short, you know, we used to have Bible studies with a lot of people in the industry. Sometimes, you know, people that were A-list celebrities would show up at our Bible studies. And this happened on multiple occasions. And so we had a lot of interaction with people deep in Hollywood in the ministry as well. When, when the Lord redeemed uh, my childhood and I had gone back in the ministry in Hollywood, we had many, many situations over the years where we prayed with uh, people that would be considered celebrities. We laid hands on them. We prayed for deliverance. So I was in there. I was in there and I saw a lot of it. So I saw it when I was a child and then I saw it as an adult uh, in the ministry and uh, so we, we, we know what's going on in Hollywood, guys. We, we understand it. We know, uh, you know, the inner workings of Hollywood. I mean, I could really blow the lid off some pretty big stuff in Hollywood. And I have to some extent. Uh, but when it comes to these people like Britney Spears, they have handlers. Look up Operation Mockingbird. Look up Operation Mockingbird. Um, you know, that's the mainstream media where they're connected to uh, the CIA and, and, you know, the deep state. If you never looked up that in the Church Commission, that's important because then you understand the connection there. But that same connection is also with the studios and with Hollywood. It's not just with the media. Uh, Hollywood is very much in bed with the government and, and a lot of messaging and predictive programming. And, uh, you know, you could probably see that. I mean, if, if you ever watch those videos of The Simpsons where they do predictive programming, it's so obvious and in our face. And there's many shows like that, many movies like that. In fact, when you watch a movie today, it's kind of funny. We're at the point now where we just, we're just looking for the message. Like, what are they trying to push in this movie? Are they pushing vaccines? Are they pushing China? Are they pushing that USA is bad? Are they pushing that white people are bad? There's always some message, you know. Are they pushing the gay agenda? There's always some message in these movies because this is how blatant they are at this point. And uh, it's the same with Netflix and, you know, many of these other things. But again, if we talk about these things, we could be, uh, you know, uh, told that we're, we're defaming them. And we're not defaming them. We're Christians and we're praying and we're asking the Lord for wisdom and discernment. And we're asking the Lord to show us and give us eyes to see and ears to hear. And many of you are understanding of what's going on with the situation in Hollywood. You understand that the Super Bowl halftime shows usually have demonic rituals. You, you guys get that. That's why you're remnant warriors. If you're new to this stuff and the Lord's just waking up your eyes, you know, you're, you're kind of stepping into this. Yes, this stuff is real. Do research on it. They've made it harder to find this type of information. It used to be easier to find. Now they've really done a lot of censoring, especially on Google. Uh, but these big corporations, they don't want you knowing the truth. They don't want you knowing what's actually going on. There's a lot of pedophilia. Uh, there's a lot of sex trade, sex trafficking things that are happening in this world. And they don't want you to make that connection. They don't want you to think that's real. They want you to think it's fake. But where do all the missing kids go? You know, why, why is there so many missing kids every year? Where do those kids go? Well, this, this kind of makes that, you know, kind of brings to light the other side of that, you know, kind of colors in the lines, if you will. And so there's a lot of this going on in Hollywood. And, you know, someone like Britney Spears, she's at the top of the uh, monarch programming, you know, monarch programming. So you got to look into what monarch programming is. Uh, there's some people like Fritz Springmeier and others that have really gotten into this in depth, uh, that have really come out. I think David Icke's gotten a little bit into it too. Uh, but there's, there's some people that have come out that have put their lives on the line that have come out of the monarch programming. And uh, really this, um, this, this just crazy stuff. MK Ultra is another thing you should look up. And these are not conspiracies, by the way. These are not conspiracies. MK Ultra is not a conspiracy theory. I know they'll, they'll try to tell you these things, you know, monarch programming, 
and multiple personality disorder and, uh, you know, the, uh, the predictive programming and, um, you know, all these different things that I'm mentioning here. Um, uh, MK ultra, they're trying to, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll try to paint it for you. Like, uh, we're just, you know, big conspiracy theorists and, you know, but this stuff is real. And, and if you want to know about it, look into it. Like I said, I think it's Fritz Springmeier and others that have come out and really blown the lid off a lot of this stuff. But this is what's going on in Hollywood. See, I think part of this great awakening, a lot of this stuff that's happening right now where these people are waking up and we're seeing uh, the Lord moving and we're seeing uh, the possibility of, you know, major revival. You know, in fact, uh, my friend Gilad and I, we really feel like the revival has already begun. So it's not even here. It's it's begun. I mean, the revival is happening. We're seeing the Lord moving. It's powerful. It's happening fast. You know, we're, we're already anticipating going over across the country, different cities, having tent revival meetings, just, you know, showing up in, in cities and just saying, come out here. I mean, this is what's happening. This is where we're at. At this point, people are so hungry. The harvest is ready. People are ready. The church has left the building, even though, you know, churches are still meeting in buildings and we're not against that. We're all for that. Do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. Yes, meet in a building, meet in a church. But they're also the church has left the building, meaning that, you know, we're going out, making disciples going out, doing the great commission of the Lord. And this great awakening, again, I'm not talking about the Q stuff, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a great harvest, an end time harvest, where where people are waking up in the droves and that there is a pure stream. There's a pure stream where where the Lord is using a pure stream where people who are walking in what I call the flow. If you haven't read the word that we put out the other day called the flow, understand the concept of walking in the flow. It's on uh, Facebook. It's on our social media, the flow, because this is very important. It's a very important now word about walking in the flow of the Holy Spirit and understanding what God wants to do, what he's able to do. He's willing, he's able. And I believe he's moving on our behalf. He's going to respond to the prayers of the righteous. And we're still believing what's been done in darkness is brought to light. And here, here's an example in the natural is, is that look at what's still going on with this uh, Arizona audit and all this information, and we're going to get to that in just a second, but all this information that's about to come out, and General Flynn's out there, many people are out there saying, listen, there's about to be a major amount of information that's about to come out about this audit. So th- this is in the natural, tangibly, what we're praying in the supernatural. So the Bible says what's bound on earth is bound in heaven, what's loose on earth is loose in heaven. We've been praying, we've been believing that God is going to do something in our nation. We believe that he's not done. We believe he's not done with America. We believe this 2020 election situation needs to be rectified. And uh, we have not stopped. We're not ready to just accept the results and move forward. We can, And that's why we're getting a lot of warfare because we're directly over the target. Guys like Steve Bannon and others directly over the target exposing this. But the mainstream corporate media won't touch it with a 10-foot pole. And if you even talk about it, uh, they'll 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 silence you. They'll censor you. We've seen that with Mike Lindell and others, even on Newsmax, uh, where they just don't want you talking about these things. And we're talking about these things. So of course, that's why we're we're we, you know we have a target on us, but the gates of hell will not prevail. And so we're we're picking and choosing our battles. We're walking forward. We're 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 allowing the information to come out. We're doing real investigative journalism, and this is what they do not want to happen. And by the way, this is just because we believe in truth. The truth sets the captive free. We know what happened here, guys. And we're very, very aware of what happened here. So uh, this information needs to go out. You know, you know it and I know it and they know we know it. And it's a real spiritual battle. It's a real spiritual battle that we're in. It's a real spiritual battle that we're fighting. But but in the middle of all this, we're seeing a move of God. And I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. So let's talk about Arizona. 
what I'm hearing, guys, and again, I can't give specifics right now because this has not been released publicly yet, but there's going to be numbers, statistics, there's going to be information that's going to be coming out in the coming weeks, and it may be as late as August, but we, we're thinking more around July. But there, there's a shift that's happening in the month of July where I believe that very, very um, large amount of people that were asleep have, have awakened. This is the Lord, by the way. The Lord is, is taking off the uh, scales from people's eyes and letting people see in real time what's going on. He's awakening people. And if you're awake and your family thinks you're crazy, don't worry about that. You know what? You don't want to be asleep. So the alternative would be to be asleep. You don't want to be asleep. You want to be awakened. So if the Lord has chose you to awaken you and allow you to see and other people calling you crazy, consider yourself blessed because he's, he's allowed you to be awakened. That's a big deal. You know, he could, you could be asleep right now and, and be in the matrix. You have been awakened. So, um, so this is big stuff. So let me just land the plane on the Hollywood thing before we get in Arizona. So, you know, guys, all that stuff that you've heard, look into monarch programming, look into uh, multiple personality disorders, look into uh, many of the things, MK Ultra that they've done on these Hollywood celebrities. You'll understand the Disney machine and you'll understand uh, more about what's going on with Britney Spears. But, you know, my story, just to end it, you know, around that time when she was, you know, the shaved head and everything, they were trying to connect me with her. It turns out they ended up blocking it. They changed the phone number. They would not let me meet with her. It was her handlers that would not let me meet with her. And uh, also, I had some bizarre things happening, like my car was broken into, and I was threatened. So um, there, there's a real uh, weird thing when you, when you get near one of these A-list celebrities that are under the control of the cabal, uh, and and you try to minister to them. It was a it was a demonic assignment of hell. I mean, people were targeting me during that time, and I was just trying to minister to her and set her free and deliver her, and they wouldn't even let me around her. So anyway, that's that's my second experience with Britney Spears. Uh, haven't really said much about it publicly. This is many, many, many years ago. And again, somebody was just trying to make the connection so I could go pray for her. But uh, apparently they did not want that to happen. So I'm very much aware of what goes on in Hollywood. They know that I know. I believe this is one of the reasons why I am targeted and why I just had to walk through what I did because they know that I have a lot of information and that's a threat to them. So, you know, just so you guys know, I will never hurt myself. And I believe that I do have the blood of Jesus around me and protecting us, but we go through tremendous warfare. So please understand, this is a real battle. We go through tremendous, tremendous, tremendous warfare. So um, with Arizona, let's move on. Arizona, and by the way, just, you know, but we, we're victorious, and we win in Jesus Christ, and we win in the end, and he is with us even until the end of the age. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us, and uh, we believe we have a hedge of protection around us, and your prayers, intercessors, and your support that we can do what we're doing and that we can be, you know, that's why they hate us. That's why they want to silence us. That's why they want to censor us. That's why they want to financially put us out because they, they want me to just go get a regular job and not be uh, doing what I'm doing, exposing the lies of the enemy and out here speaking the truth because so many people are awakened just by this program. Just so you know, hundreds and hundreds of letters all the time. People write me, Pastor, thank you. I, I listen to this program. I have awakened because of what you're saying. So there's a connection here between us, guys. This is the Lord. You're listening to this program. You've been led to this program because God is connecting the remnant. He's connecting the remnant community for a time as this so that we can be standing and we can be awakened and we can understand what's going on. And you, you have not found this show and this ministry by accident. And we're going to start doing Sunday services. We're advancing for the kingdom in the name of Jesus. We will not be defeated. We will not stop. Oh man, I'm feeling the fire of the Holy Spirit up in this studio right now. Let me tell you something. Um, so let me talk about Arizona. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name, Jesus. I just believe God wants to heal. Somebody's listening right now and you've been dealing with doubt and fear and anxiety 
And the Lord is just saying that he is speaking to you right now specifically to cast that out in the name of Jesus. That is not of him, he's saying. It's not of him. And he's saying, cast it out in the name of Jesus that you are going to be delivered of this fear and anxiety right now. It's an instant thing. In Jesus' name, let it go. It's an instant thing. Hallelujah. You are with this person, Lord God. You're with them. Your angels are around them. You're protecting them. I I just demand in the name of Jesus and by the power and authority of the Holy Spirit that fear be gone. Fear be gone in Jesus' name. Fear be gone. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All right. That's the Lord. That's the Lord right there, guys. See, this is what's happening. He's speaking in real time. Speaking in real time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And I'm excited about the way God is moving. I've, I've, you know, I've never seen anything like this in all the years of ministry. And we've been, you know, j- just so you know, it's not like I don't, you know, I haven't seen miracles, signs, and wonders because I have. Uh, my mom, when I was a kid, you know, we used to go to churches and evangelists, you know. Uh, so, I, you know, I've been in the ministry for many, many, many years and seen many, many, many things. I came from a Holy Roller Pentecostal church as a kid. Uh, now, you know, you guys know my testimony. I did rebel in my teens and early 20s. Uh, but I, I have seen the Lord move in the power of the Holy Spirit since I'm a child many times, including, of course, in my own life, which, uh, you know, was when I got stabbed nine times. The Lord uh, spared my life and I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit on the way to the hospital. And so anyway, we are seeing the Lord move and we're expectant. We're, we're really believing. I mean, we're just stepping into this river and this flow of living water. And so all this stuff that's going on around us, but a lot of the listeners want to hear what's going on. They say, you you say too many other things. And so, you know, there's different listeners here for different reasons. If you're a remnant warrior, you want to go deeper with the Lord. You want to be on fire. You want to go deeper. And that, that trumps everything else. That doesn't mean that we are not watchmen. It doesn't mean that we don't know what's going on with these many different things that are happening like Arizona. So anyway, in Arizona, uh, you know, what's happened is this has been a grassroots effort. That's been funded by people that have money, have the have the ability to fund this. It's a grassroots effort, and and certain people have stepped up, and uh, they they pr- conducted this amazing forensic audit, and they found a lot of things uh, con- by conducting this audit. Now they have to be very wise in how they roll out this information. So what we're believing and thinking is what might happen is the deep state is very concerned about you know this information getting out through the alternative media. People like you that are seeking that know there's something that's happened here, obviously, obviously. I mean, how do you not know something's happened, right? Come on. You're telling me that you think this, you know, Joe Biden won, the guy's got no support. Uh, but they, you know, some people have bought this. Unfortunately, some people have bought in. They, they believe it. Even Christians, they believe it. But, but for those that have eyes to see and ears to hear, you know, obviously, what happened. Everybody knows that has discernment. And uh, people around the world are all watching. People are all watching. Everybody's watching. And, uh, and so now this Arizona thing's you know, coming to a precipice. Steve Bannon's out there. He's he's reporting on a lot of the people have come forward. Uh, some of the things that happened in Antrim County in Michigan and, of course, in Georgia, there was just a court case where I think two of the measures, two of the things that they uh, wanted to do have been allowed to continue. There's been a lot of things that that judge said are not going to happen, uh, but, but the judge did say there's two things, like looking, I believe, at the digital version of the ballots and and so uh they're going to be able to do some matching there and hopefully that bears some fruit there's it what happened in georgia is extremely corrupt and that state went to trump and it should have gone to trump but didn't go to trump uh the the electors ended up p- putting georgia in for biden that was a mistake the, the state was won substantially by trump and we're we're praying that 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 state is another one that gets decertified uh we believe arizona will we believe Ar- uh, nevada will uh, we believe Pennsylvania and uh, Michigan and Wisconsin, and of course that would flip the election. And then you have to have the mechanism of who would would be the you know would it be the Supreme Court? Would it be the military? What's the mechanism 
there's there's no real precedent in American history, and a lot of people are saying, well, that's why there's no constitutional precedent. Well, you got to make precedent. That's what I've been saying here. These 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 weak people that are out there. Well, there's no precedent. Well, you got to make precedent. I mean, obviously, what are we gonna have a fraud that won and just allow the fraud to stay in the White House? I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. You know, that's like somebody robs your house and they move in. You know, and and then you come home from the vacation. And the police are like, well, you know, he's already in there. He's already in there. So, yeah, you got to go find a new house now, even though it's your house. I mean, come on. What is wrong with these people like Jenna Ellis? I don't understand. Jenna, you're supposed to be on the side of President Trump. You were hired to defend this man. And uh, I don't care if there's no case precedent before we got to make precedent because you can't let like the criminal come and live in your home. Like you're out, you know, you're out of town on vacation. Let's say you went down to like, you know, Florida for vacation. Somebody moves in your house. You come back and, and the police are like, well, we're sorry. Somebody living in there now. <laughs> I mean, what kind of world are we in? That people don't have that kind of common sense. So, you know, no case precedent. We got to make case precedent. And uh, General Flynn's been out there saying similar stuff. And uh, those that, that understand the, the actual situation here, you know, that's what's going on, you know. So, you know, we're going to have to see how this all develops. I think they have to be very strategic how they roll this out. Uh, we noticed that President Trump is going to be doing his rallies again. Uh, that's interesting. That's going to be happening probably simultaneously as this information is released. Hint, hint. Um, you know, he's also talking about his social media company. And, you know, there's going to be a, a point where he announces where he's going to be uh, posting. Uh, even though, you know, honestly, they post a lot of stuff on his official. I think there's like a million something subscribers on the Telegram account for President Trump. And then he also has his website, which is still up, and they're still releasing new press releases. So I'm not really sure why they announced that it wasn't going to be up anymore. Uh, maybe that was a diversion from the media. But anyway, he's still putting out statements. They're kind of similar to his social media posts. Uh, you know, a lot of people are still reading his postings. Um, but I think this is going to be very instrumental as we go into the next few weeks here and we see this Arizona information start coming out and these other court cases and possible audits in these other states. And this could be just, um, you know, really uh, like an avalanche of information. And I think the deep state's concerned. They're probably going to try to do a false flag event. They're probably going to try to divert the media uh, narrative into something else, whether it's a mass shooting or a bombing or some type of terrorist attack. Or, you know, they never run seem to be running out of ideas. There's always something that they do to try to divert. And this thing in uh, Florida is just interesting. Uh, maybe it's just nothing. Maybe maybe it really isn't anything uh, other than actually just what they say it is. Maybe it's just an apartment that uh, that collapsed. But it doesn't seem to be the case. And those of us that have been studying the deep state and know all the different things that they do, uh, it's just highly suspect, if you ask me. So that's my opinion on that. Um, but, you know, uh, so, so we're, a lot of things are culminating right now. There's a lot of uh, expose, even little things that are all adding up. A lot of people just a few months ago that were completely asleep are now kind of looking at certain things and saying, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And a lot of this alternative media is picking up steam. I'm telling you guys, even during the coronavirus, when people were locked in their houses, there was a lot of people that started listening to podcasts. Our, our listenership like doubled, <laughs> like no joke. It doubled during the, during the quote unquote pandemic. And that's because people are seeking for truth. They're seeking for answers. And we have the answer. The answer is found in Jesus. All these other things that we're talking about. We know this world is corrupt. We know this world is dying. But we know there's an answer. There's a solution. The solution is in Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. He is the answer. And uh, so anyways, so listen, I, I know a lot of you have been asking me about the, the Remnant News site that's down. It's being revamped. It'll be back up. We'll announce it. We'll tell you where to go. All that good stuff coming so don't be discouraged on that. Um, that's all coming. 
Okay. And, uh, and we're going to, and so we're, you know, some people thought like, uh, you know, this recent trial and test that we went through that, you know, Pastor Todd, are you going to stop speaking truth or Pastor Todd, are you going to, you know, are you going to bail out? I mean, they must not know me. They must not know me. I was stabbed nine times, guys. I'm not bailing out. Okay. I, I lived. And I told the Lord that I was going to be on fire until the day that I die. I have to answer to Jesus, not to man. I have to stand before the throne. I want him to say, well done, good, faithful servant. So I'm not going to um, bow down to the pressure of this world that wants to silence me, scare me. None of that. We're going to stand. We will continue to stand. Um, I know there's a lot of different topics that you guys want me to talk about. So now that we're back doing the podcast, uh, it's been an extremely busy couple of weeks. I have a lot of interviews that I need to post and different things I need to edit and all this stuff. But now that we're back, just know uh, we want to talk about everything that's on your heart and 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 explain things that you have questions about. So write me, Todd.Coconato, Todd.Coconato at rlcus.org. And let me know what it is that you want me to talk about. If you have any questions, I'll try to get to your questions in a an upcoming broadcast because there is a lot going on. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm excited. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for today's broadcast. But if you have any questions, like I said, uh, email me and we'll talk about them. And I am going to take some time to rest over this weekend because I've been going, going, going. I need to spend some time with the family. I need to recover I need to get some good rest, so I will be back, but if you if anything breaks in the meantime, of course, we'll come out and let you know about it. Uh, we will, of course, break it, but in the meantime, I am going to be getting some rest over the weekend, so God bless you. You can go to toddcoconato, C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com if you want to help us support this program, which is entirely 100% our ministry. Everything is listener-supported. We can't do this without your support. If the Lord is prompting you to become a partner, you can tithe as well to this ministry. We're going to be doing Sunday broadcasts soon. We're, I think it's after the 4th of July we're going to start doing this, where we do a Sunday message. And you can tithe. We are a church. We are a ministry. And you can tithe to us if the Lord leads you that way, because that'll help us do the mission that we're doing. So go to toddcoconado.com slash give. And it gives you multiple ways to help support this ministry as we have a lot of things on the ducket and we are moving the needle. We are pushing back a lot of these pieces of legislation that you're seeing failing in the Congress that the that the radical left is trying to push through. Why do you think that's happening? Well, because of advocacy groups like us and others that are contacting these people. I have a meeting with the uh, governor of tech, uh, Tennessee next week. Uh, you know, we, we push things we, and we're not and we're not uh, we're doing this in accordance with the word of God. We're not. It's, it's, it's about standing for life and for freedoms and the things that are inalienable rights, unalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. So uh, we're not political. We're spiritual. We're, we're faith based. We're Christian. We're followers of Christ. But we do believe that we're meant to be the head and not the tail. We're not we're not meddling in government, but we're standing for the word of God. And that is Christianity. That's what that is. It's Christianity. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Love you guys. Bless you. We'll be back soon. And I uh, hope to talk to you and uh, meet you in person on July 4th. If you're coming out, let me know. And uh, have a great weekend. We bless you in the name of Jesus. God bless.